Welcome to another episode of the Life Adventurous Podcast. I'm Jenny Hala, your host, and we are talking chakras. So I'm super excited because today we venture into the next chakra, which is the solar plexus. And I have an, the most amazing guest on today. But before I introduce her, I'm just going to give a little bit of a tidbit about the solar plexus chakra. So it actually sits just above your belly button, and it's the energy center of your power and your confidence. So when it's well-balanced, it helps you to feel more empowered, confident, and capable, and it's the key to manifesting. So also too, we just went through the sacral chakra and everything you've built below the solar plexus is helping you to unlock this one. And then of course is opening up the door for everything up above. So on to our guest. Our guest is Emma Lyons, and I am so excited for you guys to meet her. We're going to have an amazing journey today, but you're going to hear a little bit about her story. So she was working on becoming a human rights lawyer and she realized it wasn't for her. So she stepped into Kundalini yoga and Theta healing and really came on, you know, stepped into this journey of overcoming fear, self-doubt, anxiety, and really put together a powerful program to help herself and people she works with to unlock those inner blocks and to help you step into your power. So I'm super excited to invite and welcome Emma onto the podcast. Emma, share a little bit more about yourself. And then of course, you have to share something fun because the Life Adventures podcast cannot be complete without you sharing something fun too. Hey, Jenny, it's so great to be here. Such a great vibe. Yeah, I'm really happy to be here. And thanks for the amazing introduction. Yeah, so my journey has been what what Jenny kind of summed up there. I was like, I did all this degrees and stuff I did like a law degree I did a master's in human rights law and I was I always wanted to help people from when I was really young like I was a big empath from a child and I was like I want to help loads of people and I thought this seemed like a really good way to go and then I started doing it I started was like working I did a part-time course when I came to London and then afterwards I managed to get through that somehow I don't know how I managed to get through it because it's not really in alignment with who I am I can see that now really clearly but I managed to get through it and then I was like oh my god I can't do this anymore because in the exams I was like when we were doing the exams I just remember not being able to sleep I had so much anxiety I had to take things so that I could sleep so that I could be present in the exam and yeah it was not a fun time and then after that I thought oh my God, I can't do this. And it was like, oh, holy crap. What am I, what, who am I? What am I doing? What is my purpose? You know, it was this huge existential crisis that really freaked me out because I was just, I was, I was like in my Saturn return, you know, 28, 29, when people have these freakouts apparently. And I was just like, I have no purpose. Who am I? What am I doing with my life? I'm going nowhere. And it just felt so hopeless um, and I just remember like on my 30th birthday, feeling so alone and mm. feeling like I was going nowhere. I didn't have a partner. I didn't have, didn't have any way forward. I just felt totally hopeless. So that was probably the one of the darkest points for me. Mm. But like the, the fun thing is that I started looking for things to help me. And when I had been traveling before, this is really interesting. Now, I found like a book about Kundalini 
And so when I was when I was when I was going through my uh, dark night of the soul, I started looking for Kundalini yoga, and that was actually the thing that really got me through the really big challenge. I started doing the teacher training and it felt like my whole life was falling apart, but at least I had this yoga training every month. Like it was like a, a monthly retreat that kind of reset everything and made me feel okay to be still here. Mm. So it's just amazing how, you know, now I can see it in retrospect, how kind of the universe are, you know, the powers that I've been kind of pushed in a certain direction, kind of nudged in a certain direction to see the signs and move a certain way. And now I can see how the journey has actually helped me to be who I am. So I'm actually really grateful now for all the stuff that I've that I've gone through because it really helps me to understand where people are coming from, you know, when they feel really stuck in their victim, which is what you were with solar plexus. When you're in your victim, that's where a lot of the time you're going to feel it. Um, like you feel like you've got no inner power. Mm. So that's what it's all about. It's all about stepping into your power. And like you were saying, the blocks are down in the lower triangle. They're down in the lower three. So once you once you unlock that, things can start to flow upwards and into the heart. You can really start connecting with the heart and start bringing it out You know, through the throat. The throat is another one when you are you know, holding on to your gifts and you don't want to, you're kind of reluctant to let them out. You can really feel it also in your throat. So it's, but it's all about building a really solid foundation, which is what I think I did through those darker moments. Man, I mean, definitely you've been on quite the journey and I think there's so many directions we can go and where I would like to explore more is explore more into how to identify, like, first, I want to go into, like, how do you identify and know you have a block? How do you know you have a block in the lower triangle? How is that showing in your life so that you know you could clear it or that it's possible for something different? Okay, well, nearly all the kind of psychoses, if you like, are the kind of fears that we have going on. They're, they all kind of have their foundation there in the lower chakras, um, like the root chakra, it's all about safety, as as I'm sure your viewers will know. So if you're feeling unsafe and unsafe, I know I felt I had like issues there. I felt really unsafe and on uh, like financial problems. And oh, my God, I can't do this. What if this is all root chakra stuff, feeling like connected to your family? This is a really, you know, oh, my God, I can't do my passion. I can't do my purpose because what are my parents going to think? Mm oh, they're going to abandon me, you know, all of these fears that aren't exactly, that aren't necessarily true, but they're very true for that part of you. And it's like a life or death kind of situation. Like for you, it might just seem like, oh, you want to make lots of money or something. But if the part, if the lower chakra is like, no, I'm going to die if we do that, you know, this is not safe. You're not going to allow yourself to step into that. So I think the first thing to do when you, if you recognize you've got some of this going on is to really be easy on yourself. Cause I've, I noticed with me and I noticed with the people that I work with, a lot of them, they're kind of, they're very hard on themselves. I shouldn't be like this. I shouldn't be feeling this way. They want to push through. So I think it's about really the, the journey that I've been on with all this is about accepting first. And I realized that that's the, that's the journey. You have to look at it. You have to recognize what it is and then you acknowledge that it's there and be okay with it, mm-hmm. ironically. And yeah. then it can it can go. When you're like, oh, it shouldn't be here. You're actually, you think you're pushing it away, 
but actually you're holding it on, you're squeezing it in and you're not letting it go. You're actually retaining the attachment to it. Mm -hmm. So that's like security. The, the second one is about, which I'm sure you talked about last week. It's about like creativity and this is connected to your passion as well. So like this lower triangle, it's really, it's like the foundation. So if you don't have your foundation right, you can't really move off from anywhere. Your creative energy, your ideas, your pleasure, you know, because it's connected to sexuality as well and how you express that. If you're, if you allow yourself to have pleasure, which is a major block that I had, you know, allowing myself to experience pleasure, allowing myself to be deserving, to receive and to get what I want and all of these things. I had so many beliefs around, I can't have what I want. I don't deserve it. You know, um, these are really typical ones. Um, you know, I'm a failure, all of these kind of negative beliefs, they all hang out in this lower zone. And you, you might not even know that they're there, but they will be hanging out in your subconscious and affecting your actions. So if you're feeling disempowered, if you know what you need to be doing, but are not doing it, um, this is a big sign. Or if you are taking two steps, you know, lots of steps forward and making progress on your mission, on your purpose, and then you realize oh, that it all kind of crumbles at the end. And maybe if this is a pattern for you, rather than, you know, blaming, saying it's the fault, maybe it's, I found it's useful to really go inside and think, okay, I'm the common denominator here. There must be a fear here. I'm afraid of being successful. What's the worst thing that's going to happen if I become successful? Mm. Like being visible, you know, this is another huge one. If I'm visible, I'm going to be attacked. It's a big one for light workers, people who have like a mission to bring in because, you know, the witch wound, I was listening to this the other day, the witch wound, you know, we have all this in our, you know, just a few generations back, you know, people were actually burned at the stake and killed because they were doing you know, witchcraft, they were doing empower some of a lot of empowering stuff that wasn't acceptable at the time. So there is a kind of subconscious fear there that kind of comes from that. And especially women have it as well, because women have it's very it's only very new that women are rising up and allowed to express themselves and step into their own power. So there are still fears around that. So I would say if you recognize if you're resonating with any of those kind of key features if you if you feel like you've got a gift inside you and you you really want to do it maybe you can't vision it you're not you're not allowing yourself to see it that's also a sign you're kind of you could be blocking yourself there from really connecting to what you want so kind of all of those things and they 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 come back to really deep stuff deep core wounds within ourselves which is the work that I do when I work with um with people who are experiencing these blocks Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, as you were talking, I know coming from uh, the corporate background, the corporate sales background, and being so go, go, go and being so driven, I definitely yeah. have said, because I've always been happy go lucky. And so for me, I identified that I'm happy, I'm up. And when I wasn't up, I would question what's wrong with me. Or when I didn't act the way I thought I was supposed to act, what's wrong with me? Or when I felt like I should have been achieving something or doing something, I would say, what's wrong with me? And so what you're talking about with the work is I always had so much success being in that state. I didn't understand what the work was. I didn't understand yeah. what that meant. I didn't understand what it meant to go a little bit deeper, to be able to ask those questions or even think like, yeah. 
this could be wrong or this is something which is which is crazy because I also have always been super into personal development but yeah. having be having been a high achiever my whole life you know I only knew the high I never really knew the lows or when yeah, I experienced there's the a lows. gift in the lows as well mm -hmm. you know the gift is that you come out a much with a wealth of experience yeah. and also this empathy and this is where the real learning and the real work like you said happens yeah it doesn't, it doesn't really come from the times when everything is great. It's like, and challenges, you know, they're part of life. Mm -hmm. You know, some people seem to think that, you know, life is just going to be an uphill. I know, I think I deluded myself. I was like, once I figure out my purpose, everything is going to be plain sailing. Right. Oh my God, was I delusional or what? You know, it's like life is all about challenge because challenges make you grow. Mm -hmm. uh, so rather than running away from them because we feel we're not powerful enough, recognize that you are bigger than your problems and this is this connects to the solar plexus so it's all about recognizing that you know it's not even you can call it a challenge the challenge is there to make you grow um like even i've i live with a lot of people in the lockdown we've been locked mm -hmm. in together there have been challenging moments but you know now i'm really grateful they happen because i see how I responded to them. I can appreciate how I responded to them mostly consciously <laughs> for the most part. And I can see how I grew from that. You know, I became more aware of my patterns, more aware of how that plays out with other people. And it has really helped me to grow and blossom as a person. So you know what? Overall, I'm really grateful for everything. Oh, for sure. And even, you know, when you talk about the fears and exploring and doing the work, I mean, one of the things, this is um, our business coach just gave us this extra, well, gave me this exercise because I was talking about some fears that had come up and she's like, I want you to write down all the fears, but also write down what could happen if everything went well, you know, yes. explore both yeah. sides. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think I can't wait to do that because I think through that work, I'm just now stepping yeah. into and trusting and believing that doing that work helps move things, help, helps clears blocks, helps shift energy, helps you to be more high vibe and open. So that way I'm, I'm also learning to trust and believe that that will happen versus questions. Yeah. Well, will this actually work? Did I actually move energy? Like that just keeps the block there. Like, what do you yeah. think about some of the mindset around, like, especially if someone's newer to energy work and wanting to step into it? Like, what do you think, uh, what are some ways that they can do this and believe it? Right. Cause I think that was a big thing for me not believing, like I knew intellectually this worked, but this year and a little bit of last year, I'm just now stepping into the belief and the trust that it works. Yeah. There's an amazing definition of doubt that I heard that really, really resonates for me. Doubt is just a hundred percent belief in something that you don't prefer because you're always trusting in something. Hmm. So I think, I mean, if you're just intellectually connected, I feel like if you're really doing the energy work, you're going to, you're, you're going to feel something shift emotionally. It's just about allowing yourself to connect with that. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is the, this is, this is the thing it's about really, I feel like meditation can be useful for that as well. So it's all about allowing yourself to, this is a chronic problem that I see. And I also, I, as a child, I like life has seemed so painful. Like if you're an empath, if you're a sensitive person. So what I see with a lot of people is that they shut themselves down and they don't allow themselves to feel they numb themselves mm. and they numb themselves from their own feelings and from, you know, empathizing and connecting with other people. 
And, you know, that might seem like a great solution in the short term, but really it just means if you, if you numb yourself from feeling the pleasure, you also, or if you numb yourself from feeling the pain, rather, you also numb yourself 100% from feeling the pain, from the feeling the pleasure, from having the joy of life. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a practice as well. I've worked with people who don't believe in any of this stuff and, you know, they have, they have seen results, you know, so it's not like you need to believe that it's happening. You, it's more about having an open mind and just allowing it to flow. You don't need to believe in anything. You don't need to believe in, I don't know, God or, you know, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. Shiva or whatever. It just, if you, if you just are open to whatever, to possibilities and believe in, and you're ready, you you want to believe in yourself, then that's enough. And that's what I'd say people coming to yoga as well. Um, because, you know, some people they are a bit skeptical, you know, that it's going to be against a religion or something, but you don't need to believe in anything. And it, w- it can really enhance your connection with whatever it is that you already believe with or collect to. It can really deepen that connection because really all of that is just another aspect of yourself. It's just everything is you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just your higher self, if you like, or your, you know, however you want to personify that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's totally fine. And, you know, God or whatever, it doesn't really care what you call it or how you refer to it or how you connect to it. It's all perfect and it's all okay. Mm-hmm. So I think just having that openness and just open, I think it's having a learner's mind. I think that's really key. Um, just recognizing that, you know, you might have studied all the books, you might have all the degrees from the best schools, but you know what? There may be some things that you're not an expert in. There may be some things that you can still learn. And the more I learn, the more I know about things, the more I know that I actually don't know. <laughs> so like, it's like the, the, the knowledge and the wisdom is so vast that you can, you can tap into a portion of that. But I think for me, I feel like it's, it's crazy to think that you can know everything. Yeah. And that's why we need to connect with other people. Mm-hmm. That's why we we really need this connection. We need to connect with ourselves, and we also need to connect to other to the others because that's what it's all about now. The Aquarian age now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a new moon in in um, Aquarius coming up um, in a couple of days, and this is what it's all about. The last time we've had this new moon um, was like in the 1960s when all this counterculture was coming up and people were really connecting. So there's something new coming here. It can, and I think, um, like I was saying to you before, it's all about really connecting with our own hearts first and staying in our own lane and keeping ourselves open and moving forward, regardless of any insanity or craziness that may be going on around us. Yeah. And I'll mention, I'll just make a side mention on the new moon coming up in a couple of days. So we are recording this in February or early February. So by the time this goes out in March, will we still be in the age of Aquarius? Will there still be yeah, those shifts? The, Perfect. The Aquarian age is like a th- it's it's um, you know that song that this is the dawning of the age. Yeah, we're in the age of Aquarius now, so it's like a, a whole kind of shift in consciousness from the Piscean age, which is all kind of about the masculine and you know order to a kind of more open, more kind of feminine energy. Aquarius is all about, you know, connection with other people and also embracing our own individuality and really, you know, uh, through through connecting with our own wonderful creative individuality, we can create deeper connections with other people. So it's all about celebrating that 
and bringing us working, raising together, raising us all together as a collective. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I just got full body chills when you just shared that. And so I'm so excited. Like, I'm like, heck yeah, this is gonna be an awesome year. All right. So let's let's shift because I want to talk about I want to talk a little bit about, okay, you said one of the signs is if you're taking steps forward, but then you're kind of self-sabotaging. So I'd like to get a little bit more into the real cause or causes of self-sabotage. And then what can we do about it? Yeah. Um, so this is one sign if you are like um, taking loads of steps forward and you're just about to have the breakthrough or maybe you have some success and then you're like, oh, no, and then it all just crumbles down. This is a sign that, you know, and you mentioned it before, it's like a fear of success. Mm-hmm. And um, I think a suggestion that people can do if they want to explore this is to start asking themselves that question. What's the worst thing that could happen if I succeed here? What's the worst thing that could happen if I start succeeding in my purpose? If I if I make a million dollars doing this, what's the worst thing that could happen? Because there is some fear there. It's There is a fear of failure as well that stops us. But I think the bigger thing is a fear of success. You know, if I succeed, what will my family think? Oh my God, I shouldn't be an entrepreneur. They don't approve. You know, I'm doing this crazy thing that my parents don't understand. I'll be out of the tribe, Ugh, you know? That one's, that one's true. That one's true. Yeah. They support yeah. you sometimes. Like mine support me, but they don't get it. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? They they may never will. Yeah. They may never be able to do that. And that's not because they don't love you. It's because they they don't have that capacity. They're, that's not in their zone of, that's not, they're not even seeing it. It's not in their reality. Yeah. So yeah. I know I had this as well. You know, I want my parents to approve of me. I want them to say that it's okay. Because when I told my my mom that I wanted to do this kind of healing work, I got like a 30-minute lecture over the phone about why it was a terrible idea. Mm. I mean, you can imagine how I felt after that. I was so deflated. Yeah. And, you know, I allowed that because you, your parents don't have any control of, over you unless you allow them as an adult. So I allowed that to stop me for the longest time. And the then also another thing that can stop you is resenting your parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, say if you feel like your parents start stopping you and you have all this resentment, oh, I hate my mom and dad, they're stopping me. They're not allowing me. Um, that's also keeping you connected with that energy. So if you resent someone, you're you're keeping them in your energy field and you're not allowing yourself to move beyond it. So it's, it's like love and hate. They're like two sides of the same coin. So you've got to release that energy, release those cords that you're allowing yourself to stay connected with your parents. You're allowing yourself to be trapped there. Yeah. So my work is all about empowering people. It's not about me being the guru um, or anything like that, me being the rescuer. It's about empowering people to be their own, to move from victim to step into their power. And that's all about the solar plexus. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when we start to notice, we do this work and we start to identify, we are self-sabotaging, you know, is there like a secret, you know, I feel like sometimes us A-type entrepreneurs are looking for that secret. Like what's that one thing I can do to fix it? And what I've come to learn is there's not always just one thing. There's not always just one secret. That's kind of like this marketing term that's been like beat into our heads as if there's one secret thing you can do. But yeah. it sounds like part of it is that awareness. 
that yeah. you can definitely get into. But what are some other things that if you really are ready to move out of the self-sabotage, like what are some other things that we can do to really step into our power? Well, I mean, I can only say different things work for, you know, everything works. Mm -hmm. So it's about finding what works for you. So I can talk about what works for me and what works for the people that I know, what for the people that I've worked with. So for me, yoga has been useful because it's really helped me to connect with myself and kind of connect with my chakras and my power center and start feeling that. So, you know, for example, in yoga, if you do lots of work on your on your navel, you can actually feel a pulsing around that area. And then you can see how centered it is. You can mm -hmm. feel like if it's if it's centered, you're going to feel it in the center just above your belly button. And if it's a little bit off to the sides, that means you've got to do a little bit more work to get it balanced and centered. So doing doing that kind of work is useful. Also, I mean, affirming things, people think it doesn't really work, but I can tell you that it can, but you also need to do the trauma work. So if you're just telling yourself, oh, I'm a millionaire, a millionaire, and your and your mind is like, yeah, but no, you're not. <laughs> you know, you're you're actually going to be reinforcing that negative belief. So it's about finding the limited limiting belief that's holding you back from believing that this is a possibility for yourself. And then and then the affirmations can work. Then, you know, it can become a daily practice because, you know, if you have 30 years or whatever of telling yourself, I'm not good enough, I'm a loser, I'm never going to get what I want. You know, to, that's that's a lot of years of programming that you have. And to change that, yeah, you can it can definitely happen in in a second because transformation can happen in a second but you know you have to take a shower every day right mm -hmm. you don't take a shower and expect yourself to be clean for the rest of your life mm -hmm. you know you've got to kind of maintain yourself you've got to maintain your energy and that requires taking responsibility for what's going on in your mind what are those thoughts that you're thinking um because if you you can also go back to the way things were after you have that that's also your prerogative and that's mm -hmm. your choice but you have like a new starting point like you've cleaned the slate you've taken your shower you're all clean and now you can start again from this point if you want or you can choose to do something else mm -hmm. so if you're if you're doing this work you're doing the trauma work you're starting to make you know do the day-to-day -day things now what i'm curious about is you do theta healing so yeah. how does energy healing, well, first, of course, explain what theta healing is. So if someone doesn't know, and then also like, how does that work or complement or support the actual work you're doing, right? With all that trauma work and stuff. So theta healing is all about what, what I was talking about. It's all about, so you finding out what the limiting belief is because you have what's going on in your life. So say the example that you mentioned, you take two steps forward in your in your business and then you go back to square one, say for example. So if this is a pattern for you, there's a reason for that. So if I was working with someone there, I'd say what would be the worst thing that would happen if you if that was that succeeded? And what would be the worst thing about that? And then what would happen? And then you get to the the limiting belief um which could be something like I don't deserve it. You know, that would be very typical. I'm not worthy of it, you know, or, you know, I'll be abandoned by my parents back to that one again. So these ones would be very typical. I mean, really more times than not, nine times out of 10, it comes back to some kind of lack of self-love. So it's really, I know it's a cliche, 
but really if you don't love yourself to love yourself you you really going to you are really going to block yourself in reaching the success that you desire consciously mm-hmm. so it's about finding those beliefs and then with energy work i help to release where they came from so say you know as a child you might have picked up this belief that i'm not good enough from you know something that happened with your parents when you were 3 or something before the age of 7 most of them kind of are are in there because when you're when you're a child you're going around in you know a theta mind you're you're in the theta wavelength the whole time so you can you really take things on on a very deep level and also with a child's mind you can interpret things you know say if your parents get divorced you might think oh my god it's all my fault because i'm a bad person you know mm. and you as an adult might know that's not true but that 3 year old child believes that and that could still be affecting you now so the work that i do is to release that um to release that trauma and to release that belief so that you can bring in another energy so we're kind of healing the in, inner child if you like mm-hmm. also sometimes it can be ancestral stuff you know so you can they've shown now that you can take you can actually take energy from your ancestors you can in the dna so there could be something there that your ancestors i mean really common like the depression you know it's impossible for me i can't do it you know these kind of limiting beliefs could come up and it could be an ancestral thing as well so it it really can come in from lots of different levels but it's all about releasing that energy so that you can step into who you really who you really are excuse me so when you're doing some of the energy work especially if it's like ancestral healing can you feel or tell like if something's been released? Yeah, I can usually, I can tap into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And also, I mean, sometimes if I'm working, I don't always do this. We use in theta healing, we can use a type of muscle testing. You've mm-hmm. probably seen mm-hmm. maybe some of the, some of the listeners might've seen it, you know, the standing up test where you move slightly forward. If it's a yes, move slightly back if it's a no. So yeah, we can do that. If I'm working with someone in person, I can also do a kind of muscle testing with the hands um, where you where it's slightly stronger mm-hmm. if it's a yes and slightly weaker if it's a no. But I mean, this is not necessary. I, I do use that sometimes if there's something that I've kind of, I can see very clearly is true, mm-hmm. but that the person isn't really seeing. Um, like if I can see, you know, I don't know, random example, you know, they're, they're having issues with their mom and they're holding a lot of resentment against their mom, but they're in denial about it. Mm. This, it can really help them to see, oh, actually I do have resentment there because only from a place of acknowledgement and acceptance, can we release it and move forward from there? Oh, that's so true. I think that, that right there, I mean, as like you said, with what we're going through right now in these times and, you know, with, with different rules and different lockdowns and, you know, us having to stop, Right. The one of the things that we can be grateful for through these lockdowns and through our experience over the past year, year and a half is that it's caused a lot of us to stop and really just analyze, analyze our life, analyze the people in our life, analyze and, and reflect on what do we want? Are we happy with where we are? Are we happy with where we're going? And that really is the first step to change because it's that self-awareness. You have to be aware exactly what you said. You have to acknowledge that there is a problem because if you don't think there's a problem, you don't think that there's a block, you don't think that there's something, you know, holding you back. Of course, it's never going to change. I I just was reading in a book I'm reading this morning where it's talking about, you know, your will and aligning it with divine will. 
And so, yes, you know, our guide spirits, you know, higher power, all of those things may encourage us to take certain steps, but we always have the will to go the direction that we desire. And like you said, you can even learn these things, but still go back to where you were because that's the choice that you made. And so, you know, I'm even thinking too, one of the things that mentioned is like with friends, you know, you may see your friends in a bad relationship and you may tell your friend they're in a bad relationship, (laughs) but until they see and they understand and they've come to that realization that yes, I'm in a bad relationship, nothing's going to change. They're going to stay there, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I know some situations, I have some friends like that and they even may have the awareness, like one situation I'm thinking of now, they, they have the awareness that it's really negative, mm. but they continue to do it. Oh. So there's also that you've really got to take action on things. So this is why I'm not, I'm, I'm, I do, I work with the energies and release energy, but really it's the person's re- own responsibility. It's about empowering them. They've yeah. got to act on these new beliefs and feelings um, because action is the language of physical reality. Mm-hmm. So in order to bring things into physical reality, you've got to take action on, on the changes that have happened. And if you don't, guess what? Your life may not change for the better. You've got to, you've got to take action. You've got to start listening to those intuitions. If you want to improve your intuition, that's the thing to do. Start acting on the intuitions that you get. Because if you're not following the first download, you know, you can't expect to get two, three, four, five, six, you know, mm-hmm. you've got to start acting on your intuition and then the next step will become apparent and then the next step and the next step. Right. But yeah, but the, the navel chakra, you know, the solar plexus, it's all about taking action, making it real. That's what it's all about. Giving yourself the power to actually move forward. So, you know, the, the navel area, it's like your power, your fire center, your determination, your will, and that, that that's what's all required. Yeah. You've got to be yeah. determined to do this. You've got to want this. You've got to be ready to take action to make it happen. Because, you know, if you, if you don't take the action, the changes aren't going to materialize in your life. You've got to be responsible. Yeah. I love that you pointed out like, yes, it's about the self-awareness, but also if you're not willing to take the action. And so we, what, one thing, one of the ways that we've built it into our programs is we talk about the raw mindset and it stands for ready, able, and willing. So if someone doesn't have all three, you know, like we're not going to be able to help them. It doesn't matter how ready they are, how aware they are. They have to be able and willing, right. To be able to make that go. So I love that you made that distinction too, because that's something that you can, you as the listener can really think about your life, you know, where, where are the things that you have thought about through this episode that you're like, yeah, I want to change this or yes, that's me. Right. And if you've been trying to change it for a while and it's not clicking, I think this is where you really have to ask yourself, am I able and willing? Am I willing Mm -hmm. to do that action? You know, a lot of people, especially with us working in the wellness space, a lot of people are like, oh, I just don't have motivation to do the things. And we, we tell them, you know, action comes before motivation you know, that's what, that's what like sparks it. And it's crazy because we think that we can just like, you know, take a shower and motivation and just be ready, you know, but it's still, I still think it comes down to those principles. Are you able and willing? And if you're not, how can you get yourself to that place? Yeah, I totally agree with you, Jenny. It's really about, you know, taking consistent action is what builds motivation because then you can see 
the results, you know, the little things that start to happen. Mm -hmm. They're not always big things that happen immediately. You've got to be disciplined about it. You've got to keep a, you've got to keep connected with your vision. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like taking action helps to like clear the energy in those lower triad of the chakras? Yeah, definitely. If, if you're taking aligned action, absolutely. If you're taking action that feels wrong or feels off, then, then it can actually be interfering with that. But if it's, if it's action that's in alignment with your goals and, you know, even if it's something that you're a little bit afraid of doing or even, you know, quite afraid of doing, <laughs> but you're willing to put yourself in that vulnerable position in order to grow and you know that this is what is going to help you to grow, then yes, absolutely, 100%. It is in alignment and this is something that's going to, really help expand your vision and make it real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, it doesn't need to be hard. People think that think some people think it all needs to be hard work and grinding. You know, I think once you, once you can start seeing these things as, as a journey rather than I need to be there now and kind of seeing all the way, all the ways it's because it's not about what you achieve it's about making progress. That That's what real happiness is, recognizing that every day you're making progress in a direction that you're, you're moving in the direction of a desired goal, like Napoleon Hill says, mm -hmm. that's success. Yeah. If, if you can, if you can take action every day to create your dream, to make it real, and you're in alignment with that, and this is your vision, and this is your goal. And every day you can see a little bit of progress, it doesn't need to be massive progress, you're making a little bit of progress, taking some baby steps, then you you can be fulfilled right now. You don't have to wait until you get that thing. You can feel fulfilled right now. And that will bring in the fulfillment in the future. That's going to make you fulfilled as a person. And that's going to attract that fulfillment, that greater fulfillment that you can you can step into as you grow as a person. Yeah, we 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 always tell our clients one percent better every day. Like that's all you have to be is just one percent better, and that feels so much yeah. more achievable and helps like get that ball rolling. And, and yeah, because we put so much pressure on ourselves. You yes. know, everything perfectionism is another sabotage. You know, mm. like it has to be perfect, and then you don't do it until it's perfect. And of course, it can never be perfect because we're human, right? And there right. we we are everyone has got flaws and that's what makes us beautiful as people. Right. No, you know, that's go ahead. No, no. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what makes us beautiful and unique. Like I talked about the Aquarian energy, all about accepting who we are in our mm -hmm. uniqueness and our creative, uh, the creative beings that we are. And that's part of it. Accepting your faults or your mm -hmm. failings or, you know, some things that aren't just for you and start working on what, what, what is, what is you, what working on your strengths rather than your weaknesses, I think is a really good thing to focus on. Cause I know there's this old idea that if you're not good at something, you need to really focus on it to get better. But I think you're better off focusing on your strengths and moving in that direction. Cause that's the direction. That's what you were born to do. Everyone has a different zone of genius. Mm -hmm. So focus on your zone of genius and then more things can happen. I mean, we could, we could probably unpack a little bit of an episode on like that whole, you know, focus on your strengths and weaknesses. I feel like some of that comes from 
uh, at least over here in corporate America or from jobs or from these like job reviews. I'm not sure what it's like where you're at, but it's like, you know, oh, well, here's where you're good, but here's where you're bad. We need to focus on where you're bad. I feel like so many of your Mm -hmm. like performance reviews, if you did work in like a job or something at some point, I feel like a lot of it's focused on that. So I think it's, it's even just questioning, like questioning. And I've mentioned this in one of the previous episodes is Vishen Lakiani is someone, he's a creator of Mind Valley and someone that we've really been vibing with lately. Oh, yes. He talks about rules, right? These bullshit rules. It's like yeah. just questioning, like, where did this come from? Like, why is this, is this even what I want to operate my life by? But, you know, I think that as us, as a culture, as a planet, we we do focus on the negative more than the positive. And I think most people are brought up that way yeah. because, and I think the reason for that is, you know, through our evolution, it's kept us alive, you know, to focus on the pain rather than the pleasure. So this is why most people, they'll run a lot faster and a lot further from the pain um, rather than towards the pleasure. Cause those are the only two motivating forces in life. You're either running away from pain or moving towards pleasure. So if something, if you're not moving in the direction that you want, look at those two things and see where, what's off balance there. Mm-hmm. And then you can, you can move forward from there. But really we, we have been trained to focus on the negative and we need to, you know, move onto that to really focus on what's right. Cause you know, what you focus on expands. So the more, you, the more we as a collective focus on what's wrong, the more, we get entrenched in that and nothing will ever change. So really, I think that's an old, that's like the Piscean age way of doing things. Oh. And we're moving into a new, a new, a new era dawning of the, of the new age where we're, we're going to be working with people's strengths and appreciating for people for the good things that they can bring rather than what's wrong with them or, you know, what's not their zone of genius. I really, I vision Lakiani, absolutely. It's just bullshit, isn't it? Yeah, I love that. And it's just question everything, right? Man, I, girl, yeah. I am I am fired up. This is this has just been so powerful. I'm so fired up. I'm ready to go get some shit done. I guarantee <laughs> that there's some people listening and feeling the same way. So if you're really vibing with Emma and you're like, oh my God, she is speaking my language. Like, I love her energy. Like, I want to know more. Like, where can they go? What's the next step? Like, how do they, what do they do now if they want to continue the conversation with you? Okay, sure. So the best way to get in touch with me is to check me out on social media. Um, So my name is Emma Lyons. I'm on Facebook, also Instagram, Experience True Self. And also you can, if you want to have a chat with me, you can contact me on bit.ly forward slash call with Emma. So that is another way of getting getting in touch with me or just check me out on my website, which is www.experiencetrueself.com. Oh, I love that. I can't believe you're giving away that free call. You're really going to help like dig into those blocks and be able to tell them like what's what's blocking them and what to do next. Yeah, definitely. So we can get some clarity on what what your main blocks are and see the best way for you to move forward from here. So even if it's not with me, I can point you in the direction of something that I think could help you to break through. Cause I, I want everyone to succeed. Mm-hmm. The more people succeed, the more light we create in this world and the, the better everything becomes for everyone. So this is what it's all about. No, I love that. Please take advantage of that. If she's resonating with you. Cause that is a huge thing. Like 
sometimes just knowing the blocks, right? And being able to know what to do next. I mean, this could create huge breakthroughs for you and your life in 2021 and beyond, of course. So thank you so much for this chat. I mean, this has been so wonderful. I've gotten so many chills throughout the chat. I didn't announce them all, but a lot of great things were shared. We covered so many things. I'm so glad that you kicked off the solar plexus, you know, series with these chakras and, you know, God, I'm so grateful for you. Oh, thank you so much, Jenny. I'm so grateful for you. It's been such a great vibe talking to you. And I really appreciate you and the work that you do and the light that you shine in the world. No, I appreciate it. All right, guys, see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Life Adventurous podcast. If you love this episode, remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. For course information, freebies, and to stay connected, join our Ohana, that means family, at www.2jhala.com forward slash Ohana. Remember to stay positive, enjoy the journey, and most of all, keep those eyes open for all of the adventures surrounding you.